When you feel like I'm moving away from this target, I'm moving away from this high frequency, it's all messed up. And all the, all the stories we tell ourselves, it mm -hmm. is such a beautiful opportunity for massive expansion. And then when we have expansion, what does that mean? If we have a container that gets bigger, we can hold more. We, if we have a container that gets bigger, on the other hand, we get to experience more spaciousness mm -hmm. and peace and self. Hello, Thrivers. Welcome back to Thrive with Sharon podcast. I am Sharon Land, your host, and I am a licensed holistic psychotherapist, a best-selling author of The Healer's Journey, and a metaphysician. And I, one of the things that I'm most passionate about is bringing incredible people to you so that you get to see how everyone on different walks of life can make a difference in their world by being more of who they truly were born to be. And today is no exception. I have one of my dear, dear friends. So I'm really thrilled to introduce to those of you who don't already know her in my community, Samantha Joy. She is an, an international identity coach. She is also the best-selling author of The Less Effect. And she has been hosting events recently, which are have been incredible and created this whole up-leveling for other beautiful women and femmes to be able to rise into their power. And she also is the founder of Land and Hail Press, which is the publication company that helped me to bring my book into the world. So I'm so thrilled to introduce you to Samantha Joy. Sam. Hello. Thank you for having me. It only took us over a year <laughs> to get me on here. Divine timing, right? Yeah, it's always just the perfect <laughs> timing, right? Like I, we, at one point we mentioned it and I, we probably just both intuitively felt into it. We had other projects, other things and knew that right now, right here, this is where our feet are on our own journeys is exactly when we need, you and I need to come together to have this conversation. And I am like, I'm thrilled and um, and I'm just feeling really, really, um, there is this energy that is existing right now. And especially between you and I, that is so divinely led. And I, I know for me what that experience is like, but I want and many people know who who are in the, in the community understand like part of what my journey is. But I want people to know where you're at right now, right? Let's start with where we are now. And let's start with how it is that you're feeling that same kind of synchronic, synchronistic, divinely led energy and what that's leading you into. Yes. I do want to mention though, to one point of, it's not that Sharon and I were apart doing things and so busy that we couldn't do the podcast. We were like on top of each other collaborating and that we just didn't have room. We didn't have the room. Um, and we just the, didn't the, do this. Right. Yes. The, 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 we were doing other things. The, the, the timing is so divine right now because I feel as though the best metaphor I can come up with and Sharon and I share lovely other women that we are in contact with. Uh, I, I was going to say many times a week. I, I believe that's a vast understatement. We are <laughs> highly connected, highly plugged into each other, but it, it feels as though we have all decided this year, this moment to meet at the front lines together. Mm -hmm. And whether that's through grief, through heartache, through uh, what, what Sharon began calling, and now I'm jumping into slaying dragons and something that I really want to touch on today because uh, we're in the moment and the moment is the point. I define it as the point where the decision has been made. And even if you haven't taken that step, you have, you have already embodied the dragon slayer to do that. It's just a matter of time of when this is happening and to have all you ladies, including you, Sharon, amazing, amazing Sharon land. You all know 
And if you don't know, you better know, better ask someone (laughs) like to have you at the front lines of this and to be so, you know, to be vulnerable in my own journey, because I believe, you know, me, I'm a big encourager of that. And and I like to embody that because it's my life's work of, I am really at a point where I am her, I am, I have made the decisions, the plans are in place, the, the warriors and goddesses are with me on the front lines and we are ready to claim and own the freedom that we are so worthy of. And, and I don't mean to be woo woo about it, but I think we all know those things that we have allowed to almost battle us. Like we're not even, uh, even choosing to fight. We're just allowing it to exist as our status quo and allowing it to exist within our identity. And, um, that's a no more for me. And, miraculously, I have attracted other women to do that and to practice radical discernment, such as yourself, Sharon, like so incredible, so inspiring, and just owning how worthy we all are, and that you can have that, you know, feminine embodiment, and you can have that grace, and you can have that peace about you while also slaying, can I swear on here? Oh yeah. It's there's no, well also slaying the fucking dragons. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's where I'm at. And I, I love that so much. And I love that you're sharing that. And I'm just so mindful of just like opening the door and allowing you to share whatever it is that you're willing to share because you and I, you know, and, and our beautiful, uh, very, very close group. Um, what's the group called? We, the the elephant parade. Why is it called? Why is it called that? Yeah. Well, why don't you share that? You want me to? Okay. So I, I, you know, I'm not an expert with National Geographic by any means, but what (laughs) I have learned about the elephants out there, the the female elephants, they gather around another female elephant who has been injured or wounded or is threatened. They all come instinctively and gather around this one particular elephant Mm -hmm. and I, I want to say, did this, was this coined before or after the waves of grief that hit our group? It was before. It was before. Oh, I just got chills. Okay. Um, yeah. And we, we experienced quite a bit of grief, actual like physical loss of, of lives and loved ones, um, grief of the death of relationships, grief of, um, lives we planned that went exactly the other direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've been able to do that for each other. And I could not be more grateful. Yeah. But the timing of it was almost bizarre. It was, it was divine and it was a better word. It was definitely <laughs> like an interceding um, in by so many different um, I think spirit teams for sure. Um, and you know, getting back to something that you said before, which like underscores the elephant parade is that, you know, right now where your feet are planted, you are, you are embodied, right? You are embodied. You are her. You said, I am her. And many of us, I think, can really identify with that because, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? We, we operated in a particular way. Um, and it was around 2020 when that operating system was the book on that was, was closed, right? It was burned. It was burned in by some. (laughs) And, um, and we have all been called individually and far before 2020. I know I was, I know you were just from knowing a lot of your experience and your journey, um, and even like reading the less effect, you know, we understood what that when that was, you know, I don't know the year. What was the timestamp on that? 20 March, 2018, 2018. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so at that time I can imagine some of the head talk was, I'm not living the life that I am meant to live. I am not speaking the words that I'm meant to speak. I am not taking the steps that I need to into my own authority and my own power. I am not honoring myself and I'm not honoring others by showing up in this way. Um, I'm wearing a mask. I am 
um, getting along just so that I can continue to receive something that isn't really in alignment with ourselves. And, and we started that deconstruction process, right? So that we could really now in 2024, the year of the eight Saturn, the greatest love of all, which is the wisdom of God and source. Now we can really truly embody that her, right? And so being part of this elephant parade and um, and this village and creating community and being part of community is also beautifully timed because all of us kind of had to be in our own tower to feel safe, to be able to come undone to the level that we had to, so that we could really be more of who we really truly are. And to be a witness to that with you has been profoundly beautiful and so sacred and so treasured. And it's one of those things that you can't manufacture it, right? It just happens. And who you are as part of that process makes the magic of the moment and makes the magic of the transformation and the rising happen in the way Mm -hmm. that it did. And so I'm just kind of giving you your flowers because, you know, many of us, especially like speaking for myself and there are someone else actually today, they just said it in a message in our group where they were just like, it's really hard to ask for help. Right. And so for me, I've been fiercely independent. I'm a very you know, strong woman. I I have dealt with a lot of pain in my life and and I can do it, right? And one of the things that I said in in the the talk that we did at um Christine Monroe, our fellow friend, mm. um, Christine Monroe's event was that like in a world that's hard, I I no longer want to have to be strong. I want to be soft, right? And so, but you you bring that softness. You've always brought that softness. You've always kind of brought you you helped to model that and sometimes it was like for me it was like wow okay I'm not sure I'm ready for that right like and but not in a bad way right no I'm I'm honored honored yes thank you and so so I love how you I love how you did show up and um and I and I think we all sensed where our own barriers and cha- like challenges were and being able to really come together. But we all set the intention to ourselves and also at different times with one another of really realizing that this group, this these four women, the four of us, right? Jamie McFadden, you, Samantha Joy, and Nicole Shaka and myself. It, it's not really even about us right now. Like it's evolved beyond even us. It it was always more than just about us, but it's evolved to more than it being just us. And it's so clear. And so we had to literally like strip ourselves of all of this stuff so that we could really allow it to be about this led mission, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of morphing into whatever it is, but but I love how you, Samantha Joy, right? SJ um, showed up in that. And I want more people to see that. I want more people to see you for, for really who you truly are. Um, and so, so tell me about the dragon slayer SJ. Well, to come to this point and thank you, let me first thank you (laughs) and mirror that totally back to you. I, I have to take a quick moment also, because, you know, for those listening, Sharon and I, began very intimately and very deeply through her work of, you know, through your book. And it was this decision. It was like this soul contract that we made. We we made this soul contract the minute we, I could feel it mm-hmm. and it moved so rapidly. It was collapsing time. It was, and, and yeah. when I say that, it wasn't just my observation of your experience. It was my secondhand experience in your presence. And I mean, that's just a massive testament to the work that I do at all. You know, it's like Mm. there's a publishing company, but it's at at the very core, it's being able to be a witness to that experience of others and be so much better for it. And Mm. you did that for me, like your decision to, to go deep in the book, not just write, oh, I, you know, you, you are in the clinical world, like 
technically, right? And you mm-hmm. you have a lot to share and a lot of info and data and all of that. Um, but you knew right off the bat, I am so much more and I, I need people to know not for me, but for them. And your decision to do that impacted me directly. Yeah. And I'm like, she better wait. She better wait till this book is, is out because I'm going to blast her everywhere. And I even think this morning, I will get to your question, I promise, but I do believe this morning <laughs> in the Elephant Parade chat, um, I hope this is okay to bring up, but something about when you are a powerful woman, yeah. and I don't mean romantic, like platonically, whatever it is, relationally, there is a uh, uh, urge to covet that, right? And not share it. Mm-hmm. Am I Am I right? Is that... Is that what you're speaking to? Um, we are so blessed in that group because Sharon comes in hot and we're like, <laughs> oh my God, like people have to pay for this. Like we get this for free. This is amazing. Um, we get this amazing reflection, but there is that thing about you. And I don't mean to, you know, simplify a thing is just such a massive understatement, but I knew this woman needs to be seen. And so I, she knows a gently, lovingly, just urged you in that direction and you at one point fully opened and received and owned and uh, we're you know as a 3d human right now like in this moment and in this experience on earth like words you can't put words on that experience you can't but we do have a beautiful book where you can (laughs) understand the experience a bit more and how deeply i was inspired and moved and personally healed through your, your decision to be that and to slay that dragon. The book was a dragon to be slayed Mm. in the best way. And so to, to back to your question, I mean, I will speak candidly that I, I am a single mother and we'll start there. Okay. I know you know this journey and that's why I love you. And that's why I love our ladies. Like there's that connection point of our still unique journeys, but being able to be seen in how hard, but also how powerful this journey is of just being a mother, but then to walk that path of simultaneously caring for this human while also trying to figure out who the fuck am I? Who am I? Right. And I, all of my work prior to the publishing company, because I already knew that was happening on a subconscious level. I did not know consciously. I was an accountant. I was a vice president of a tech consulting firm. I have done all these things that led me to this moment. I just didn't consciously know it. But there are so many things that have been revealed to me that even, you know, from the outside, it looks so successful and it looks so great. And on the inside, I'm still walking this path of all the dragons in real time. I'm speaking to my experience at this moment that I have not yet slayed. And you can kind of, um, again, in our human experience, identify them in a human, right? A challenging relationship or a job or whatever, but it is the, it is this the, we were talking about this yesterday in the chat, the symbol, it, this is where we, you guys, it's a podcast. So if you want to subscribe, it's like hundred dollars a month. Just let us know if you want to tap in and hack our chat. Uh, but it's, it's this, it's the representation, like these other humans we're in relationship with where it's, uh, you know, traumatic and toxic or whatever it is that we're visually and physically experiencing is this really just symbolic karma that we're, we're here to, I don't think use is the right word, but alchemize to really break these chains of our past. And I mean, past, like before we were even materialized into this form. Right. And so for me, I am finally willingly excited to face what these things are in my life. And Mm. I don't mean to be cryptic, but I will say in my particular situation, I have a particular relationship that I have to, I have to face and I have to deal with. And I am so, it's so terrifying and I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so fucking grateful that I get to have these experiences because 
you know, Sharon, what's on the other side of that. Like it is bliss. It is joy. I, I was, I had a beautiful sound healing last night and through my grief journey, which I, I will touch on in a moment, she said to me, sadness is a precursor to joy. And I believe any, you know, the dragon slaying precursor to joy, the fear, the, the doubt, the terror, the trauma, you know, it's not to say that trauma will just go away when you slay that dragon, but you get to see yourself. You get to see a part of yourself and explore a part of your lineage that you maybe didn't even know you were holding on to, but you won't know until you take that leap. You won't know until you face the dragon in front of you. You, you don't know because you put it in a drawer, you put it on a shelf, you allowed part of yourself to be put on a shelf right? And not you, but metaphorically you, anyone collectively, right? And I was just reflecting on this last night where, you know, the journey of the soul is one where we honor the depths of where we've reached in all lifetimes and the root of where we all come from. And The saying of like, we all have stardust, you know, we're all made of stardust. Like the soil that we once walked on is in our veins. Mm. And if we don't open the door and allow ourselves to take the things out of the drawer, we have no idea the richness of that soil. And we have no idea the level and depth of sacredness that we really embody. So even though it might be a matter of, um, I don't know, whatever the task is, right, that we avoid and we all, we all have those moments, right, and we all have those tasks, that is your medicine. Mm. And so to be a witness to you you know, because we can all say like, I told you last year you had to do X, Y, Z, but that's where like you, your reflection of karma, your karmic, you know, and to me, karma is just a soul's opportunity for growth. Right. Um, and that's where like divine timing, um, alignment, healing and healing coming from safe, emotional spaces and physical spaces. Right. Um, not forcing things, um, and, and allowing yourself to be patient and watching the other individual be patient and keep asking and querying to the universe. Like, is it now, is it time? Is it now? Is it time? Um, and what is it that I have to greet? And like witnessing that with you, um, especially like these past six months has been incredible is an understatement. And like, so when you, when you come and you say, okay, this is what I'm doing today. I decide, I decided, listen, I decided I'm going to do this, right. Slay this dragon. Here's a dragon. Here's what I'm going to slay. I'm like, yes. And it's not like, yes, finally, right. It's yes. Like everything was orchestrated and now it's time for you to play the note. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, there is that period and you can call it what you want, but I know for me, it was the, divine truth that my safety came from myself and that once I could really not just conceptually be like, "Mm, yeah, okay, but really create the environment for that Mm -hmm. physically in my space and and where I chose to put my physical being and where I chose to put my attention and my energy where who I chose to put around me, like all those things that go back to my book, little plug for my book, but generally, you know, it really is like, where do we find that safety because you I spent the better part of my life looking for it and Mm -hmm. so when I could then find that and I want to really touch on the fact that I didn't just like okay yes this is very it's a nice concept to think of like oh I I laid fertile ground and I did all this stuff and I nurtured myself and then I was like yes I'm safe with myself I'm gonna take the next step no, I, I took baby steps that felt radically out of my comfort zone to prove that I had laid the fertile ground, that I was my own source of safety, that I did have my own back. And that by doing that, I now had others who had my own back, who were laying their fertile soil, who were, you know, moving into their own safety, like really aligned in that journey. It I want to repeat, it. Di- the safety I felt within myself didn't come from just 
doing all that woo-woo stuff around me. It came from what I call moving the chess piece. And, mm-hmm. you know, through the last five, six years, if you do the math, my son is five and a half. Um, I'll, I'll leave that to you guys. It's been a challenge as a single mother. And yeah. I have, ch- I've been challenged in that relationship all around and, and what that relationship brought me and the karma that I am not fighting anymore. I am meeting and loving and appreciating. Love, love, love this part of your journey because it's, it's beautiful. And, you know, your reference to, um, you know, greeting things and testing things out and whatever. I also, um, want to kind of like reflect that part of my, what I witnessed is that you were, always very, very good at making sure that whoever was in front of you was super, super comfy, right? Mm, Yeah, that sounds like me. You were disarming, right? You would disarm, you were constantly, you were like a bomb squad everywhere you went, right? You were disarming everybody else's bombs all of the time. And that was how you tried to find your safety, right? Yes. But meanwhile, like the bomb was on you. I'm wearing the bomb. You were wearing the bomb. Wearing the bomb. You were wearing the bomb. Right. And so yeah. you finally decided, like, wait, like I saw it happen real time. Like you were like, oh, hold, hold, hold on a second. You were like, I don't want to wear this anymore. Like yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not the one to do this. This is not my bomb. It's not it wasn't even this your is bomb. not my bomb. Somebody put this on me, but it's yeah, it's our responsibility to. What's the word? De- disarm it. What do you do to a bomb? Dis- deactivate it. Disarm Deactiv- it. You know, yeah. like, yes. And, and like you said before, like there's, it's complicated, right? Like you don't just rip a bomb off of someone. No. Right. You, you no. don't, just, when, as soon as you know, you don't just rip it off. Like you have to be very methodical. You have to understand like, okay, well, I knew nothing about bombs before, but apparently now I need to become the expert. And you can, and I did, and And I feel, well, and And it's not, it's, and I love that. I love that metaphor because when you're looking out there, you can't see what is on you. You can't see (laughs) what you've agreed to carry. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it is a testament to many things, right? Like we cannot do that in isolation. I did not discover this bomb because I was in isolation and I I knew best. I clearly didn't. Right. But there were decisions I made that brought in my beautiful elephants brought in people to really see me and delicately and lovingly while not to quote Sharon hijack my karma allowing me to have my experience you know help to mirror like you might want to look at this just putting it out there right and I think we all can relate to that that's why it's so important to have the right people around you Because some friends will want to rip that bomb off and be codependent with you. Some friends will, you know, try to tell you how to do everything. Um, You know, there's some will just ignore it, you know, and. Some will be on bomb watch and they'll, you know, they'll be on bomb watch while you sleep. Some some will put a bomb on themselves to be like, okay, solidarity. Let's just go down together. Like, you know, this is good. We're running with this one. Um, And this feels like this was, Sharon and I had our little like pre-pod chat about like, what are we going to go into? And I, I, the, to to refer back to the event that Sharon and I spoke at our dear friend, Christine here in Denver, you know, I was fresh out of losing my brother, like very suddenly, very tragically, um, you know, Sharon knows all about it. She was there the minute I picked up the phone and fell to pieces for days. She was with me for, you were just there with me. And I decided month and change later, I would still show up and be on this panel. And, and, you know, part of my dragon slaying recipe, even to get to that point is the question, like constantly questioning to myself, well, what, what would it look like? And in this specific instance, what would it look like if I showed up in my grief? And I don't mean, yes, did, I wore a black. That's true. Yes, I did. But what I mean is, what would it look like if someone asked me if I was, how I was doing and I was honest? What would it look like if I got on stage and I 
allowed grief to be powerful and I allowed darkness to be power and Mm -hmm. I allowed it to be inspiring and motivating. Like, what would that look Mm -hmm. like? And I will tell you, that was so fucking freeing. That was the first time I had really just been perfectly honest. And it was, you know, I think in theory, you would think, oh, that's weak. Don't let it happen. You know, whatever. But um, I got to keep my flow. I got to keep my truth. I got to hear back from so many women after that, texting Mm -hmm. me, DMing me saying, I'm not okay either. And thank you so much. And, and I'm like, this is so beautiful. And yet we're not weak at all in this. We are stronger now. And, you know, Sharon, I have to touch on something because this blew me wide open. You know, I had a very profound experience in the audience when you were there, if you don't mind me touching on that. Yeah. 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 Um, but there was, there's some that I haven't like opened up to you about yet. Cause it's just, I'm still reeling from that. There's so many layers that keep showing themselves. Uh, and you had, I'm not going to say it as beautiful as you. Can you, can you please say for our audience that you know, what word can you just say it? What do you, what, so you're referring to when I was, um, you leading, you used a word, you used a word that we all know. And you asked everyone, what does it mean to you? The word Oh, guru. But say it really like pretty. Guru. Yes, I can't say it like that. So guru. So she, Sharon, you go into this beautiful thing, and I'm sure you've spoken about this on the podcast, but it's I think it's very mm-hmm. much worth revisiting of, can you just quickly unpack that? Because then yeah. you literally blew me wide open after this. Oh, wow. Okay, good. I'm glad. I, that's Because we're, go- we're talking about darkness, heart. so let's- That yeah. makes my heart so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so many of us set out, so the foundation of all of this is that many of us set out to live in our own self-mastery, right? And we all think that our level of self-mastery is one of almost like chasing perfection, right? Everything, like even when we think about utilizing our intuition, we are looking for validation that our intuition is um, right, Right. So, um, so all my intuition tells me that I should, you know, I don't know, do whatever it is because it's right. It's going to give me that instant gratification or pleasure or validation of me being on the right path. But really what intuition is, is it, it allows us to tap into what our next just right step is. Right. And so, so this quest of personal development and transformational space and self-mastery and, you know, self-help and, you know, all of the things, it really focuses so much on the light, right? It focuses yeah. so much on the positivity, on the, you know, all, all of the shiny things, which we are absolutely, we we are beautiful, glimmering, glistening, gorgeous, you know, fractal mm-hmm. light, right? But if we didn't have the dark, then we wouldn't see the light. We would be blinded, right? So really, for me, the, the mastering of self is to become your own guru, right? Which is the master of the dark and the light, which is making peace with not controlling or changing the darkness. But we, that's literally what it means. Guru. Can you yeah. break that down? Yeah. So guru, so light and dark, basically a guru, right? Is not someone up there, right? Who is this better person than you, this wise one or whatever, although they are in the fact that they're representing the fact that they're at peace with all and any things, right? And so our job is not to, in in my opinion, like our job is not to be here to only be the light. We are here to represent the, the harmony that we not, it's not even balance, but it's harmony, it's peace with the existence of all. And that all brings us true life. And if we're only focusing on, I don't want to hear the bad things. I don't want to talk about the bad things. I don't want to talk about division. I don't want to talk about the fact that you're different. I want to talk about these things, whatever it is. Like if we don't allow ourselves to be curious and really embrace and allow ourselves to live and feel in those spaces and places, then we're losing 
half of the opportunity of what life has to offer. Right. Mm. And so, so, yeah, like let life move through you. Let life move through you. Someone just yesterday said, you know, um, they were having a hard day. They were crying. They were thinking bad thoughts. They, you know, like, because they were missing someone and whatever. And they said, but I'm okay now because I'm happy. And, and I thought, but so basically what you're saying is the only time you're going to be at peace is when you're feeling good feelings or bad feelings. Right. So, so I'm wondering what that meant to you in that moment. Okay. Thank you for teeing me up. This is, I am here for this. So, so (laughs) you did this beautiful, like, just like that. Right. And so just for all of you who haven't been to an event and more specifically haven't seen Sharon speak on a stage or in that container, it is life altering in the best way. So you moving us through that and breaking that down. So the, the thing I love about you is that you make these concepts very digestible and we can see ourselves in them with the way that you deliver them mm-hmm. because of the work you've done, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, the next day, for any of you listening, do you remember that moment where you take a shower and a thought enters and then you have to just like, you take a really long one, then you get out and you're then like sitting in your towel on your bed and you're just like, you have to be with it, right? I'm letting that flow through me in that moment. So the day after I had this thought of that, that, that striving for perfection, that light, or I went through this hard thing so I could get to the light when it's just, it's all part of the experience within you, the harmony, all days always like it's just the way it is mm-hmm. and i am going to try to articulate again i i sometimes need, i wish i could just bust out of this physical form because i'm like this is not going to do it justice but it had me thinking that and and you all might not be able to see me because you're you're listening but i want you to imagine you have your hand like up by your head and you're you're marking a level and you're up here we'll say you know when you say you're up here the the gesture you make and you're up here and things are good. And then something comes out of nowhere. And this is your marker. You want to stay up here, but you're going down. Like the other hand, you're going to take your other hand and you're going down and you feel like with everything that happens, depending on the level of trauma it brings or pain or suffering, it's it's low, right? And it's bringing you low and bringing you low. And, and our, our, our minds conceptually think, oh, we're getting further away from that that light, that standard, that, that energy, that high, we're always talking about high frequency beings. We have to be high frequency, high frequency, right? That's a whole nother talk, but so intricately related where every time we have a low, we are literally going low and we, we understand that and perceive it as we're getting further away from the target. And so I'm sitting there, Sharon, this is all because of you, you crack this open and I'm doing this like I, if for for those of you watching on wherever YouTube, great, you can see me. I'm literally in my 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 hair is wet. I'm in my towel, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. And I'm I'm doing this with my body, and my my left hand's going lower and lower, and I'm thinking about everything I've been in and how far away I'm getting. And I want to ask you because this is what came to me, and I want to ask you all like when you're doing this and you're seeing your hands get further and further apart, and you imagine two things that aren't related, aren't good, aren't aligned. What do you call that when you move further away? Separation. Disconnection. But when there are two things, the way that you described it, two things that are so intricately, divinely necessary for each other that move further and further away, what is that? It's expansion. Yeah. It's expansion. Right. And the point of that whole thing that you cracked me wide open about is that they say you, you got to go really low to go really high. Really what people are saying is that is your divine expansion of this experience. Yeah. And that is how necessary the dark is. So when you feel like I'm moving away from this target, I'm moving away from this high frequency, it's all messed up. And all the, all the stories we tell ourselves, it Mm -hmm. is such a beautiful opportunity for massive expansion. And then when we have expansion, what does that mean? If we have a container that gets bigger, we can hold more. We, If we have a container that gets bigger, on the other hand, we get to experience more spaciousness mm-hmm. and peace and self 
If we protect our heart because we don't want to change how our heart feels, then our heart will only stay the size that it is in its source of protection. Mm -hmm. But if we allow our heart to be broken, it breaks wide open. And every time it breaks, it expands, right? And I, I love yes. the fact that, that that happened. And I'm also like, as a side note, I don't even want to say this because I, I have another point that I want to make that's important, but like <laughs> cold in your house, Sam. It's really cold in your house. How could you sit on your, your towel? Because I, I don't know. I'm almost 40. Something's you're, going on. Something's exactly. cooking I'm in like, the hormones. I, I and so meanwhile, like I'm I sit next to a <laughs> all of the time. I'm literally like laying next to my Wait, what are the are you like pitta, vita, vata? What are these things? <laughs> what am I? I'm 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 pitta. Um I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I could feel it. I can't remember. And Vas is Vasa one? Uh, vata. That's air. Vata. I think yeah. that's me. No. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it the elements? So what am uh, I if I'm yeah. water? So there's uh, Pitta, Vata, and um, oh my gosh, which is the other. I know. I really, I really botched this one. Let's just move right along. Okay, but we're going to yes. move along. But um, <laughs> what I was going to say, it'll come to me because we're not going to try and It was a very hot shower to answer your question. It was, okay, anyway. good, good. Yeah, yes. so seeing what's coming off. Okay. But the other thing too that we do many times is when we create meaning around our pain, Right is we are trying to bypass the pain. And so when we feel like we're getting further away from where this um, expectation is, which is created in our heads, not really be created by source, um, then we start to play the shoots and ladders game, right? And we try and bypass it. And how do we bypass it? We bypass it by creating circumstances and manufacturing circumstances to help us to feel like we're here again but we're not. And many mm. of those things are not really in alignment with our truth and they're not in alignment with our health and they're not in alignment with our path and they're not in alignment with our service. Right. And that takes us further away from being able to be authentic. Right. And because the more that you're bypassing all of these things and you're playing the shoots and ladder game, basically you're just putting on these holograms, right. Yeah. Of I'm okay. I'll be fine. Da, 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 whatever it is. Right. Um, and so, so the antidote to the pain is through the pain because, because, because just as quick as you're up, you're down. Like if you want to try to manufacture, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the and, answers are in the pain too. I mean, don't bypass that. Oh my God. You're just robbing yourself. And, and it's been prophetic to, 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 for all of us to share in our own, our own pain and discomfort. And, you know, that's, it's, it's interesting. It takes a special kind of a human to be able to sit with someone else's pain and try, trying, try to not create meaning around it. Oh, well, you know, comparing pain, right. Their pain isn't as bad as mine or, um, um, shaming someone because they made a mistake and now they're in pain. Right made a mistake. Right. Um, uh, and, and all these judgments that we have around the fact that people just are in pain. And like, I've been very open, um, with you all about, you know, certain things that like cause me tremendous amount of pain and, but I don't judge it. I just share it. Right. And, um, and then the next day I'm like, okay, anyhow, so what's next, right? Like I had the best day today. And I'm like, cause you, did you, yeah, you sat with it. That is true. Yeah. It's like, so true. I felt it like, and I used to say this, uh, you know, to a lot of my clients where I, and, and I actually shared this with Nicole. I didn't share this with you where, um, there's something called the weeping wall. And in many cultures, um, there is a wall where you can go and you can just lay your head on the wall and you just weep. Right. So I created a weeping wall in my home. I love this. And so when I really felt overwrought with pain and sorrow and suffering and just whatever it was, right, I would literally go and just lay my head on the wall and I would let myself sob. And it was my weeping wall. And that weeping wall allowed me in a world where I felt like the whole earth was like this and I was like that, you know, like it really allowed me to find my own access again, right? and to reorient myself. And, um, so, so that's not to say that you always need to cry. It's not to say that 
but it's okay. It's okay to allow something to move through you and create the physical manifestation of what the intangible aspect of the experience is. Right. And, um, so for me as a healer, for me as a therapist, for me as a human who has been round and round and round in transformation and know that for the next 50 years, I'm going to be doing the same thing. Like it's nice to see that people don't fight it and they don't try and control it anymore. Right. They don't try and like push it out. Like I can't, I don't want to, it's a, you know, like I, I say, it's like the, the bridge with the skull and crossbones in front of it. Like yeah. don't cross this. Right. Like, because then you're going to, it's going to be bad. Meanwhile, it's like paradise over there and like no yeah. one wants you to know. <laughs> right. and yeah. Everybody wants you to know, but like you yourself don't, want to know well, yeah that's right true. but the other thing that you mentioned too which i think is it, it you know being former professional equestrian um you know and trainer um to master the dance with another living spirit right another living soul and the dance is between humans it's between a, a human being and the earth it's between the earth and you know what the earth is growing it's all of these other things, right? But as an equestrian, you are dancing with another living being, right? And they're also, you know, 1,100 pounds. Um, and so people many times, and many, many people, even professionals, when horses are too fast, right? They put on, you know, stronger bits and bigger bridles and martingales to hold their heads down and side reins and all of this stuff, right? To try and like keep them and create the power to keep them slow, right? Um, <clears throat> but but for me, in order to go slow, you have to master going fast. And in order to go fast, you have to master going slow. And so you have to be able to experience and embody the dance of two coming together at the same rhythm and pace so that then you can literally like twirl through life, right? And and do it in a very energetically communicative way where then you're not forcing anymore, right? So you have it's it's just quantum metaphysics, it's all of the things, but most importantly, it's part of our life's experiences, right? And when we want our pain to go away, we have to master being in the pain so that we can experience the joy, right? As the, the dancer said last night, right? So um, it's it's been such a profound experience to be able to, um, as a friend, right? Um, it's it, part of my challenge in in this type of dynamic in our relationships, like with the four of us, is to not come into my role my professional role, because that's easy, but that's not what I'm here for. Mm. Part of my karmic journey is to be able to just be with and share with and allow myself, because if I put myself in that position, then I am now ridding myself of the opportunity of having a friend, which I very much need. Right. So I, I'm so mindful about that in, in our own like containers. Right. And, and that's why I'm also so happy and open to receive because it's not just about like me wanting something. It's about me knowing that this is part of my karmic journey. And I know that all of us on certain levels and probably many people in, in, you know, who are listening right now are shaking their head like, Oh yeah. Right. It is not, it's so easy to go to our strength, yes. but our strength is, is the thing that helped us to survive and it's a skill and we can benefit. That's why it's, that's why it's strong. Cause we, that's the thing we always resort to. That is very true. Right. Yeah. But, but to allow ourselves to just kind of like be held in these like messy types of situations and like, and, and put the main thing as the main thing, which is connection and friendship and village. Mm -hmm. right? And I want to speak to, I feel like this beautifully segues and you as a clinician, as someone who does have the qualifications, as someone who understands the human condition more than your average Joe or average Jane, we, you know, like you, you still have that lens because you have that knowledge, but, um, for you to allow that container to evolve with you part as a participant in that way, 
I do not take lightly. That is a massive yeah. honor and because the safety, again, to go back to that, that needs to be both collectively fostered, but really it's fostered, it's collectively fostered by our own individual fostering of that safety. I think it's, I've just watched this unfold between us. Like it's such a mindful partnership between us and so um, it's so conscious yeah. and it's so imperfect and it gets messy. Like we bring our own little messes, but there's a, there's a trust that we are also, you know, after it rains, we're, you know, we're doing the yard work. Like we're, we're individually doing that. And are we perfect? Absolutely not. Are we conscious enough where we like, you, you still bring your directness to our partnership and to oh, our, yeah. you know, and, <laughs> and I say that not meaning like, oh, it's so harsh. I say that as it's so love, it's love. It's, yeah. it's, it's like kind of like I I try to bring that love to myself of like well what it, what would it look like if we looked at it this way or what would it look like if we tried this thing or um you know and and now we're also blessed to have that you know we all bring our little you know unique energy to it and Nicole's obviously like the comic relief Jamie's like the ray of sunshine but you know we're all like also uh what I love about this group is like we're exploring our dualities we're really like our guru our dark and our light is like really emerging in the last few months in a really big way. I think there were some catalysts to that. A baby was born in that group. Uh, Some Mm -hmm. people passed away, loved ones, um, our loved ones passed away, you know, in that group. And, you know, there has been a a lot of things that have shaken up that, that I think what I'll say is when those are happening, it does shake up your relationships. It shakes up the container and, I think like it really does show you how strong foundationally and how aligned you are. And it, it all made us stronger together, which is a huge testament. I'm so glad we get to talk about this because I'm like, I want everybody to know that you can have this too. Like this is possible, but it never would have been possible without our individual work. But it is, I'm going to go back to what you said. I think there are people in the camp of like, do your work alone. Cause then you'll attract this. And then there are people in the other camp of you need to, fully co-regulate before you can feel safe. And it is a dance. It is a constant dance of discernment of, am I going, am I trying to get something from someone else that I need to do with myself and Mm -hmm. guilty, guilty, but then you check yourself. Right. And it's this, it's a dance of, of the, this, the self and the, and the, the, and the not self, the not self, the co-regulation that we still, we both need them, Mm -hmm. both of them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's the, you know, to sum it up really simply is that each one of us are in our own humility enough to know that we're all working through our own karma and no one, no one's karma is any worse or better than anybody else's. Um, And sometimes it requires more energy and bandwidth from each one of us, but that doesn't mean that whatever anybody else is going through is, um, in a vacuum. Uh, and that, you know, so for me, part of my karma, you know, and it's in my book too, right? Like part of the, the big part of the, my book is, is all about relationship, right. And healthy relationship and how, you know, a funny thing happens on the way to the best of intentions when you aren't seeing through um, a lens that is based on truth and who the essence of who you really truly are. And so, so for me, my karmic journey is sharing about like me, you know, really seeking open, healthy, intimate um, relationships with people, not just intimate partners, but like into me see, right. And mm-hmm. how, I'm not afraid to do that. Right. Um, it's not about the attachment to the outcome, but it's really about like, this is what I'm doing. And I'm sure that someone else who doesn't understand and have a good understanding of that or respect of that, they would judge it as like, are you kidding? Right. But to know how deep that ancestral, um, effect goes, like I am slaying the biggest dragons, for hundreds and hundreds of people in my lineage, you know, and 
so, um, so it's just been very, it's been, it's such a beautiful, beautiful um, evolution of our own. What did we say the other day? I said it and, and you were like, yes, yes. Excavation. Oh, that's a good, ooh, right. ooh, gives me the, ooh, when I hear it. Yes. Right? Um, and, and you're right. This, this really, to me, I knew like when I, when I just tuned into the timeline of us, like connecting and talking today, like I really did want it to be about the journey of Sam mm-hmm. and how, you know, if you look at you five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago, I mean, you're a stunning human being, right? You're just like, um, that it's, it's very apparent, you know, when people, when I'm like, Oh, my friend Sam, they're like, yeah, the really gorgeous one. I'm like, yes, her. Okay. Yes. We don't say no anymore. We say, yes, thank you. Thank you. I will take it. Yes. But, but what has been so beautiful is that you, your emphasis and your communication and your clarity on the things that are the main thing for you in your life are not focused on that. And uh, anymore, anymore, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thank you for adding that. Yeah. Part two. We'll do another one on that whole thing. Yeah. Um, And that is really the journey of many women. Yeah. And the rise of the divine feminine is here. And you are rising into your own level of divinity. That is, that's stunning. Right. And so, um, like on the day that you decided to cut all of your hair. Yes. Right. Recently. Uh, recent, <laughs> very recently. Um, and I thought to myself, and I didn't say anything. I didn't articulate it because I didn't think that it needed to be said, but here it, I think it needs to be said. I was like, you go, you're stepping into your essence. It has nothing to do with your hair. It has nothing to do with your hair and now it's out of the effing way right mm. Mm. because I slayed it away you, yes. well it was symbolism for me I'm glad you picked up on that and felt that because it ready? that's the experience I was having you're ready to go you're ready yeah. to fight you're ready like what do what do you see <clears throat> women do right especially if they're like ready to go to battle or taking their earrings off they're putting their hair up they're getting everything yes. right? like they're you know taking off their expensive you know mm-hmm. Chanel jackets and whatever right in purses yeah no you're you're stepping from this you know you used to live in 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 work in in New York City and you you're stepping you know from like accounting and uh, you know, slick high business and fast paced and all this stuff to, you know, you made this huge life pivot and everything that you've done has like allowed you to come into this beautiful. Um, I just, I have this vision of you like in this, you know, dress, right. Of, but with like leather straps strapped across you <laughs> Wait, what color is the dress? Because I also have a vision. I have a vision. What color comes to mind? I'm curious. It's actually, it's like an emerald green. Oh, okay. And, um, and like some, uh, like very, um, thin, but dark blue, like tooling over it. And it's just beautiful. Um, soft yet strong. That's what I got. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're really doing an incredible job. And, you know, just to touch real briefly before we end, you know, the Fem Powered event last year was in 2023 was so beautiful. It was for your first major big, big, big event at that level to that caliber. It was stunning on so many different levels. The attention to detail was incredible. And whatever's coming this year, I know it's percolating. I know you're just like, it's oh. not, it's, it's, it's percolating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it's coming. I coming hot. Wait, I cannot wait to see how you step into this power and how you step into this glory for yourself. And I want to encourage people because there's so many takeaways from today, but I want to encourage people. The metaphor for me is that, you know, one of the things that helped create some sustenance for you as you were moving through and journeying through a lot of your own dragon slaying was, you know, the publishing company. 
you allowed, you created um, something that allowed other people to have a voice, a, you know, the voice to the voiceless, the, 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 the ability to hold space for people to be able to really create something that can't, can't be manipulated. The words can't be manipulated. They can't be misconstrued. They can't be like, it's in the word, the written word. Right. And so I want, I want people's takeaway at this point to be, you know, the evolution of self is one where you go on different discoveries and creations, but it doesn't mean that that's the creation that you need to always then have to monitor and keep time on. It is, it is that creation that helps the evolution of others that then leads you to the next level and the next step. And so if people haven't felt it today, like I know I surely feel it, that all that you have is a wonderful substance and foundation for you. And she is just getting started. Oh, you oh, well, you do know you're in the chat, but yes, it is. <laughs> And this isn't, you know, this whole dragon slaying thing, it's, that's even a dance. And I want you, I want everyone to just recognize that it isn't necessarily this very violent thing. It's this, no. it's this dance of, I love you and you got to go. And I, I need to move forward. I need to be free and you need to be free. Whatever your, your, your demon, your dragon is, they need to be free. Mm -hmm. and the re the responsibility that we have to make that happen we can go find it in a bottle we can go find it in a lover we can go find it in a distraction of any sort there are many in this western world to do that it is designed to do that and it is a bold choice to not do that and to face these things and you think your freedom's out there maybe for a night maybe for a week maybe for a vacation it will be back mm -hmm. and they are training for this. And the question is, are you? And it's time. And I got my ladies on the front line. And it's not because they're going to battle my dragon. It's because they're there for support battling theirs. That's how, that's how I am being supported right now, is our collective choice to individually be her and to individually show up in this way. Mm -hmm. And when you have that, that is true freedom. That is true peace. Not someone coming in to save you, not the expectation of that, not escaping it, not distracting. And I, you'll know when you arrive in that, you will know. And I can confidently say it has not been until very recently for me that I have arrived in that, that I can think of the thoughts that used to absolutely paralyze me. Yeah. And 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 she's still there. There's still mm -hmm. access to that if I want it. It didn't go away. It's it's how I move through it. It's how I shift myself back into the reality that I've boldly created. Back to your point of creation, right? What are you creating? Mm -hmm. And this will not happen overnight and it absolutely won't happen in isolation. Like there needs to be a trust. There needs to be a movement of that chess piece, as I say, is I've always been that person waiting to see their move. So I could make my move, you know, and, and person thing, opportunity, circumstance, call it whatever you want. But, uh, you know, dating, choose me, choose me like years ago, like th there was a lot of like, let me respond once I see what you do. And so I was responding to external factors all the time. And that learned behavior from when I was young, because that's what kept me safe, made sense at the time. But that learned behavior became my identity and became my self-worth and my sense of self. And so sometimes the dragon you slay is that bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's really, it's really about the stories and the grooming and all of these things that are not self that really were slaying. Because what's yeah. underneath all of that is, is the true essence of self, which is to thrive and to live and to be in joy and in peace and to bring heaven on earth. Right. Mm -hmm. So if yes. you're suffering, if you're suffering, you're not bringing it. Right. Um, and, and we all, and we all get in our own unique way to be able to do that. But Sam, I just, I'm so grateful for you to come today and, and chat and allow other people to hear more of 
what goes on in that beautiful mind of yours and in that heart of yours. Um, and I just also want to publicly say thank you for sharing yourself and your son with me. He is, it's just loves you. joy. I it's just, I love him so much. You're his, you're his share bear. I, That's why I call you that now. He started it. He's like, where's share bear? Oh, loves you. Yeah, he's, I, and I love him too. We, we, we were co- communicating um, very early <laughs> on in, in this, in this whole journey. And that's been such a beautiful thing. So, um, and for everyone that's listening, uh, Sam can be found on Instagram under the, I am, oh, I, I am a Samantha. I Joy. am Samantha Joy. Yes, I am Samantha Joy. And mm-hmm. you can follow the publishing company as well if you're interested. That is Landon Hale, H A I L Press, Landon Hale Press. That's yeah. my baby, Landon Hale. Yeah. And then uh, same website under the same name, Landon Hale Press, and yeah. the less effect also, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, the book. And that's the book. And that's a wrap for today. I want to thank everyone for being part of this beautiful discussion. It was such a joy and such a thrill to have uh, SJ here today. And I hope that you follow her. Um, and if you have a book on your heart, definitely reach out to her and set up a call to see, to see if it's a good match. Uh, and um, until the next time, find a little bit more peace in your life by allowing yourself to greet more of who you are and who you're meant to be. And we look forward to all of your comments and we will see you soon.